0: Did y'all miss me? Cause I missed y'all. I'm drunk, and we're about to get into some books, baby. Gia Wilson. I wanted nothing to do with him. His eyes were lifeless. His demeanor cold. His actions too harsh. Ricardo Carter wasn't the kind of man you fell in love with. He was the kind of man you ran from. Ricardo Rocco. Carter. I wanted everything to do with her. Her eyes were full of life. Her demeanor? Soft. Her actions thoughtful. Gia Wilson was the kind of woman you fell in love with. She was the kind you ran towards. No. Sinful Enforcer is book six in the Mafia Misfit series and can be read as a standalone. This story includes depictions of violence, maybe sensitive for some readers. My beautiful people. Hi, I am back. I hope y'all missed me because I definitely missed y'all. But if you did listen to my bonus episode from the Flower Sisters, I talked about or briefly mentioned how I needed to take a mental break. I mean, it's not like a lot of people listen anyway, but to the people who are starting to listen and come on into my podcast, I appreciate you, I love you. But I am a woman dealing with depression who I can't clock out sometimes, but I'm back, hopefully for a long time and a good time. And we're here to talk about Sinful Enforcer from Asia Monique again. I, and you know what, I recently did a video on TikTok, where it's called Get to Know the Book Talker. And I realized, like, I really, my answers, trying to think off the top of my head, they weren't the greatest answers because Asian Monique is really one of my go to's. And the story that I'm talking about today, I had been waiting on it. And I think I mentioned in the previous. Mafia Misfits episodes, how I was waiting on Rocco's story because I love him. I love an unhinged nigga, which is, you know, I mean, hey, I should seek help about that. But we're not talking about me right now. But was it the last story or the story before the last? Because what, this is book six. So either in four or five, how Rocco was told that there was a hit put out on his life. And all my nigga did was laugh. I said, I need Rocco's story right fucking now. I need to know what's going on with Rocco. And so we know how, first of all, what is it? It's probably second or third of all, but anyway, we not there yet. Also, I will admit, I've been drinking. (laughs) So this episode might be a little unhinged, but I missed y'all and I wanted to get this out. So we just going to, you know, vibe with me. Um, fuck. Amazon is where I was going with that first and foremost, because they played with my girl, even with, uh, what is it? Book five, which I purchased. And I think I encourage other people to purchase, which I'm always encouraging y'all to perfect purpose. See purchase authors works, but they played with my girl with her last release where it wasn't coming out. And and they did that to a lot of people, but it really affected Asia and I hated that for her. So as soon as the book came out, I immediately purchased and made sure other people purchased as well to support her, to try to make up for the time and money that she lost with Amazon playing with her. But I want to get into this story. So we have Gia, which I've mentioned before. I don't know if that's how you say it, but that's how... I'm pronouncing it, but it's G-A-I-A. Um, and you know, she's Lucia's cousin. Yeah, Lucia and Lucas' cousin. So Lucia asks her, you know, like, do me this favor, ride with Rocco on this mission to get this information for us to see what's going on. And, you know, Gia, she's not really feeling Rocco. Cause it's like, he ain't got no life behind his eyes. That nigga's scary. I don't want to be in a car with him or riding with him or nothing like that. And Rocco's just like, baby, you just don't know this all part of the plan. But she don't know that. She thinks she's doing it for the family. And we're going to let her think it's for the family. So they're going to DC. And so when they get there, they get to Rocco's house and Rocco his name is Ricardo. And that's what Gia calls him. And because she calls him Ricardo, a lot of other people in the family, like, oh, she calling you Ricardo. So Ricardo, he like, hold on, what the, what the fuck going on? Don't nobody call me Ricardo. What is y'all doing? But you know, he let it slide. You know, it is what it is. So there's an attraction between the two but like i said gia she's hesitant she's low-key scared of our nigga. and i mean Rocco, don't make it easy <laughs> once again i will reiterate my nigga was told that there was a hit put out on his life and he laughed about it like okay like let's go <laughs> so anyway so they get to dc and you know kind of find out he has a house in dc and this is a surprise to her because she's like you actually got a house finding out things about ricardo because it's just like she sees him as one way and i can appreciate him trying to change what she sees about him it's like you know me as this one thing when baby i'm actually a multitude of things but they are working towards What was that Um, Angelo, because Angela was adopted and they're trying to find out about his back history that's what she thinks that they're there for but Ricardo really just wanted to get her in his hometown and just see how she moves within his family so they go out for was it breakfast I believe it was breakfast with his two sisters and his mama he refuses to talk about his father. It's like, don't mention that man to me. Don't talk about him. But <clears throat> as they're having breakfast, you know, she's like, I'm going to go to the bathroom. And one of his sisters follow, what was her name? Marie. Marie follows. And is like, my brother ain't going to come up. Nothing like that. Because she don't know who G is. And Gia tells her, you know, it would be your best interest, mama, to take about three steps back from me. Because Gia, she comes off as sweet as, um, what do I want to say? As demure. Like, people think they can try her until they actually try my girl. And she pull out her blade from her sleeve and slice your ass up and tell you to back the fuck up off her. Because she, you know, she has a, like I said, she has a blade in her sleeve. And she also has a gun somewhere on her person. And that's perfect for her. It's just like, you know, you, you think you could try me until you actually try me. And um Marie mentioned something about their father and Marie, uh, not Marie, sorry. Um G is like, "Okay, who is that? Like I don't know who your father is. Like what they got to do with anything?" And so Marie tells her, you know, Google the US Attorney General and she's like, "Why would I?" And it's like, "Oh, it finally clicks for her that Rocco The enforcer for the Mafia is actually the son of the U.S. Attorney fucking General. She's like, God damn it. But Rocco hates that man. He don't entertain any conversation about this man. He don't let the family bring him up. Nothing like that. Because the mom, uh, what's her name? Deidre. Deidre is steady trying to get Rocco to show up to the dad's birthday party that's coming up and Rocco is like y'all trying to entice me to show up by mentioning this man y'all don't know. That's what's making me not want to come. I don't want to be anywhere near that man. Don't mention him to me. And so the closer that him and Gia are getting together, that is actually what entices him to want to go to the birthday party. Cause it's like, any other time I'm not coming to this shit or if I'm coming I won't act a fucking fool so he finally agrees to come and you know he picks out a dress for Gia he got her shoe. he got everything ready for her and he even presents her with an engagement ring the night of the party which is um, then later on that night because they actually go to a friend of, do I even want to call him my friend? An associate of Rocco. New Year's Eve, like that. Yeah. So New Year's Eve went into New Year's Day because the father's birthday is New Year's Day. So that party is later on that night. <coughs> they bring in the New Year with that friend Wyatt because Wyatt wants her to find out some information for him because she she's a hacker and she's excellent. At her job. That's how she contributes to the family. Also going back into the um finding out who's been trafficked, and that's how they rescue women from the trafficking ring and things like that. She's really good at her job. So Wyatt wanted her to find out some information, and they go to his party. So um, at that party, that's how she finds out that. Rocco was betrothed to another at one point or not really but kinda because alice she's the daughter of ricardo's dad's assistant her name was avery so they were trying to you know put the two quote-unquote powerful families together and make that work but ricardo told her what was that woman's name alicia told alicia i will never marry you it ain't gonna never be that i don't know what my dad told you what anybody from my family told you but it's not gonna be that so let that go even so much at the party when gia went to the bathroom alicia followed her and you know they exchanged words and Gia tried to walk away, but Alicia grabbed her by the wrist and, um, did I say Gia? or Alicia grabbed Gia by the wrist and Gia pulled out her knife and it's like, bitch, don't touch me. That's my man now. Let's leave it at that and let that be that. So of course, after the fact, Alicia going around telling everybody that she was attacked by Rico's side chick, which the mom, that's what blew me it it really blew me the mama showed up at Rico's house and you know he has a code where he allows family members to have a code to let them get in and she come in like did she really hold up a knife to Alicia and you know this is important for the family so why won't you just fall in line and Gia came out and said I was only protecting myself she touched me and I protected myself, and so the mom is okay with that part. Just like bitch, whatever. But anyway, let's get to the daddy birthday party or whatever. So they show up, Gia and Rocco looking good, and all in all, this whole time they've been getting closer, but they really ain't doing too much of nothing. Even though he told her at one point before she agreed to work with why she was like you know this your friend is he safe and he's like you know i wouldn't even call him a friend but he's someone that hasn't crossed me yet and don't worry if he's not who he turns out to be basically i'll skin that nigga alive for you and she's like you willing to kill your friend for me my guy said i will set the world ablaze for you honey Like Rocco Benfield, he been having having eyes on her and it's just like this is just now the time that he's proven to her, like I really want you. So anyway, so we at the birthday party, right? And so he speaks to Alicia's mama by the name of Avery once again, which I said she's uh Rocco's daddy's assistant she's like you know he want to talk to you and Rocco is like I want you to meet my fiance Gia and she's like can we please make this quick he's waiting in the green room for you blah, 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 basically ignoring her and child let's pull over for a second let's talk about the fact at this party we still at the party but we're just doing a little skirt to the side um, the attorney general because fuck his name because I really forgot it, but fuck him anyway. Motherfucker is trifling, but we gonna get there. Nigga is trifling as fuck. Butter-rum. he's having a- affairs with multiple women, so Mama Deidre ain't never been the only one. But he's not only sleeping with Avery, the other mistress who has a child. Or the um, U.S. Attorney General, who his name is Harlem, but we don't get there in a second. She is at the party and she walks up to Rocco like, Rocco, I can't believe you here. You know, Deidre said you was coming, but I can't believe you was coming. And he's like, you know, if my mama says I'm going to do something, then that means I'm going to do something. Anyway, so, excuse me. So where we at at the party so he steps out to talk to his father and he's just like this motherfucker anyway so he's like you know i can't believe you showed up um why do you have this woman here who is she you know you're supposed to marry alicia and Rocco really ain't going for none of that he's like you know i showed up be grateful for that i really don't even want to talk to you whatever whatever and he leaves it at that And so when he steps off and talks to his father, he talks to his other sister, Allie. No, that was before Allie was supposed to keep Gia company. Sorry. While he went to go talk to his father. When he steps out, he sees Marie. And he asks Marie, you know, where's Allie and where's Gia? And she's like, you know, maybe they went to the bathroom. It's no big deal. Don't even worry about it. He's like, "Nah, something ain't right. So. I forgot to mention, he had pulled her aside for a second before he went to go talk to his father. And just like, you know, I just need a moment of peace with you. And she notices that, like, their time, because they were uh, set to spend six weeks there. She's noticing that about him. Like, he wants to move back to D.C., but his family is not a source of peace for him. And she notices that it's just like, the place is cool, whatever. But when it comes to his family, his family is a source of pain for him. More so his parents instead of his sisters. The only time he has a problem with his sisters, more so Marie. When Marie is trying to push their father on him and trying to get him to do something for their father. When, I don't know how many times I said it already this episode, but fuck that. Man, so anyway, they find Ali and Gia in, a, in that same room that he had Gia in earlier when he needed a moment of peace. But now Gia has a gun to Avery's head and they're like, you know, what the fuck is going on? But Gia says, I don't like my family being threatened. So he's thinking Rocco, he think about the mafia. He's like, you know, how was your family threatened? But Allie tells him, you know, Avery threatened to expose the family basically if Rocco doesn't marry Alicia like he's supposed to. And he realizes that Gia is trying to protect his family. But it's like, baby, y'all engaged, So your family is her family. And that was a source of concern for him because you see how dysfunctional his family is. Whereas her family with Lucia and Luca, Enzo and all of them, that's a very close knit family. So it's just like he was concerned that she would never want to move to D.C. with him because she wouldn't be able to live in this dysfunction in the way that they do. But, um, he manages to get the gun away from Avery's head. Like, you know, we can't do this here. It's too many people. It ain't going to be a clean clean cleanup, like how we used to. So, you know, just let her go. But he threatens Avery, like, if you tell anybody about this, I'll make sure to expose the affair that you're having with my father. So keep your mouth closed. And we move on from that. Um, I also forgot to mention, um, earlier that night, we, what did we learn? We learned that Marie is getting engaged to a man who was almost like twice her age. And Rocco ain't going, he's like, you know, what the fuck is this? Cause the man like puts his arm around Marie and he's kind of like squeezing on her shoulder. And Rocco ain't going, he's like, man, I will kill this motherfucker right here. What are we talking about? And, um, Maria's like, no, this is my decision, but it's really not her decision. It's something that the daddy put together once again in the name of, you know, trying to form alliances with other families. So, you know, Rocco, they leave because they, he's like, I'm done for the night. I'm not doing this shit no more. Um, we're going home. Cause after Gia had put her gun up, she's like, you know, I'm mad as fuck. I want to go home. I'm ready to eat and I want to cuddle with you. I'm done with this shit. So he's like, bet no problem. So he takes her home, asks her, can she find out information about Maria's fiance? And she's like, baby, don't insult my intelligence like that. Of course I can find out information about this man. So when she finds out the information. <clears throat> excuse me, they go to his house and kill him. Cause he's like, you know, wait, I can, um, apologize. I'll call off the wedding, you know, all that type of stuff. Because even though people know that Ricardo is the U S attorney general's son, he's never around that. People don't really, you know, quote unquote, know him like that. So. Rocco was like, you already fucked up too late for that. And instead of shooting him, like he wanted to, uh, what's that man saying? Manny who works for Wyatt, he fills him with a drug that sends him into cardiac arrest, causing him to have a heart attack and die. Cause <laughs> you know, if it was up to Rocco. He's like, man, I shoot this nigga right now, but it's like, he just can't come up missing. So it's gonna seem as if he had a heart attack in his sleep. So while they're still doing all, well, what should I say? As Gia is learning more about his family, they're still working on Angela, who um was adopted. So they're trying to find like his origin, like how did it all start within the family? And come to find out, we're gonna get there. We ain't even there yet, baby. It was <laughs> it was so good Asia. You did your big one with this girl. But you know what? We're going to take a break and I'll be right back. So, then we have Harlan cuz I didn't mention this the whole story. So Gia, she works out, she runs, right? Um and so Rocco has set it up for her to go to the center where she can run at. And the security guard that is normally there, he was there when she got there, but when she was getting ready to leave, he he wasn't there. So when she steps out, she sees somebody leaning against the truck that Rocco had gave her to use during her time there. So she pulls on her gun and the guy is like, you know, I come in peace. And she's like, the guy at the desk, is that your guy? He's like, yeah. And you know, I paid the other guy. Cause she thought he was dead. He's like, nah, I pay him to take a walk. So she's like, you know, that don't seem like you coming in peace to be doing all of that. But come to find out that's Rocco's and his sisters, you know, that's they half brother, Harlem. So Harlem is coming to pass the message through her because he wants to talk to Rocco. So she's like, um, not she. He tells her, you know, you are the only one who would be able to get him to do anything. Like basically she's his soft place. And so she's like, you know, I think about it and I'll pass the message along. And that was it. So she goes home to tell him cause he had already been like kind of to himself and wasn't really telling her too much or nothing. And she tells him what happened that night. Not so much about the bodyguard. I mean, not bodyguard, security guard, but the fact that Harlem had approached her to get her to talk to him. So they have an encounter in the shower. And after that, because her thing, how do I don't want to explain this. So he's like real closed off. It's kind of going back to what she already thought of him, like him being a monster, him being closed off. She don't really know too much about him. And they have been getting closer, and then he kind of pulled back again. And so when she told him about that, and then she got in the shower, and he joined her, she told him how, you know, you hurt my feelings. I thought we were progressing. And he was like, you know, no, I need that. Please invade my space. Ask me questions. I need you. I need that from you. And so after they have their encounter in the shower, then she tells him, there's actually more than I need to tell you. And it was was about the security guard basically accepting a bribe to let the brother through. So then we go to Rocco having that same security guard tied up. And it's like, what did I pay you for? You were paid to keep her safe, to watch over her while she runs to make sure nothing happens to her. And the security guard, like, his excuse was he said that he was your brother. Like, so anybody who comes up claiming to be my fucking brother, you just going to let them through and let them have access to my woman? What are you talking about? So Anyway, Harlem comes through and he makes a statement. He's like, I didn't think that she would let you kill him. And she actually wasn't. She's basically the security guard saving Grace, telling Rocco, you know, don't kill him. He just made a mistake. And Rocco, you know, any other time, security guy would have been dead and gone. Not another thought. <coughs> Excuse me. Anyway, Rocco, not Rocco, sorry. Malcolm. Where the hell did Malcolm come from? Harlem. Y'all. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Harlem is there to tell Rocco that, um their father is being indicted and being looked into real soon. And it's basically just to give him the heads up to let his mother know. Cause like I said, it's fuck the daddy forever or the father forever. But just to let him know that they're looking into his mother as well. So tell her, you know, don't sign anything. Don't agree to anything because he's about to go down real soon and so then we get into what was it oh it was after they killed pearson because he told rocco told mia uh marie sorry and they showed up to his house for dinner where it was gia manny because manny helped them in like sweeping the house and getting the injection to kill pearson um so gia Rocco, manny and the two sisters they all sat down for like a family dinner right and um like everybody had cut their phone off. and they were having a great time just having a conversation with each other the conversation was fun the mama shows up being like real stank like why ain't you answering your phone and then she sees her two daughters there she's like and y'all too y'all basically ignoring me And she's like, you know, nobody is ignoring you. It's just that we were sat down for dinner and we were having a good time. Um, and so the mom, she really didn't want nothing. It's just this bad energy that she brought as everybody was having a good time. And so, um, He then goes to pay her a visit, the mom a visit to let her know about this and she's making excuses and she's like, you know, the housekeeper that they had known all their life, she just made lunch. So, you know, come in and have lunch. He's like, I'm not hungry. I really don't want it. So while he's explaining to her that the father's being indicted and she's like, um, excuse me, he tells her this man, you don't know all your life. He's a monster. Like he abused, he not, only he not only abused me, but he also allowed older women to give him very much boozy. You let a prostitute or you let older women fill up on your son and quote unquote, make him a man. And she flat out refused it. She's like, you know, don't talk about your father that way. Don't try to discuss my marriage with me because it's not up for discussion and basically called him a liar and even before that let's get to even the lunch she he had what was it it was chicken tortilla soup and a sandwich and she makes two plates even though he already told her like i'm not hungry and she makes it anyway and pushes him to pushes it towards him And he tells her, I can't eat that. And she's like, you know, why are you being so difficult? And he's like, I don't know. Maybe it's the fact that I have a tomato allergy and I can't fucking eat this. And she's baffled. And she's like, oh, I forgot. It's like you didn't forget. You didn't know. You don't pay enough attention to your fucking kids. You're so worried about your marriage. And, you know, what's going on with your marriage that you don't care about your kids, especially the son. Who has removed himself from this family anyway. And the fact that all of y'all, even the older sister, Marie, keeps pushing him towards interacting with this man that he does not want to interact with. And that has obviously done something to him. But. Let's go back to what I just said when he mentions all of the things that his father did and instead of her even acknowledging that she goes to attack him calls him a liar tells him she's not going to she's not going to discuss his marriage I mean her marriage excuse me and how if the father was doing anything like that she would have known The fact that Rocco just had to walk out of the house, but even like before he left, you know, like how you stop and say one last thing, he tells her, you know, don't sign anything that he gives you unless you, you know, like read it over, make sure you know what you're signing unless you want to go down with him. But what do I know? And he walks out and I hated it. So he goes back to his home that he's currently sharing with Gia and Gia had found out some other information. So she had called him to share with him what she had found out, but she can notice the change in him. And she's like, you know, what's wrong? And he's like, nothing, you know, what did you need? And it's, it sucks because he's taken what just happened to him. And he brings that home and Gia notices. So she goes down to sit in the car with him because he was in the garage. So she's like, you know, where are you? He tells her where she is. She goes to sit with him and she's like, you know, we can sit here as long as you need to. Until you tell me what's wrong. And he admits how he told his mother the truth after all these years of what the father did to him. And why he feels the way he feels about the father. And she didn't believe him. And as they have been growing closer, the whole book, Gia would tell him, you know, like, I'm here for you. I'll stand beside you. Whatever you want to do, I'm here. We can do it together. And when he tells her this, she's like, you know, I believe you. Even if she doesn't, I believe you. And that's what he needed. She was the driving force to build him back up and not make him seem so empty. Because those eyes that she swore were just soulless and emptyless are not starting to have life to them. And he appreciates that. And so we come to find out that Angelo, who you know was a part of the mafia, come to find out he had a long lost twin sister. Um, what was her name? It was Angelo and Alina? I believe. And then there was another woman by the name of Valerie. Gia found Valerie to ask her what did she have to do with the adoption that separated Angelo from his twin sister. And, and uh not Angelo. <laughs> Valerie tells them a little bit of information of what she knows. And oh, what was it? It was like, right when they was trying to get her, you know, like we're going to need you. She ends up dead. Anyway, like while they're sitting there and talk to her, a bullet flies through like the window into her head and she's dead. And that's it. Next thing you know, he gets a call. Rocco gets a call from his father. Like, you know, her being dead is on you. Meet me at our spot. And we can have a conversation. And at first Gio wasn't trying to let him go by himself. It's like, no, you're not leaving me. You know, I'm going to go with you. He's like, no, I need to do this by myself. And, you know, he plans on killing his father. He's like, I don't give a fuck. What happened after this? This thing got to go. So he takes her, you know, to their quote unquote home and goes to meet with his father. And they have this little back and forth at first. And... That man is a bitch. And he's twisted. Man, it's fucking nasty. Anyway, 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 anyway. So, um, Rocco asks him, you know, why did you kill Valerie? And he's like, basically, that's your fault. You found out some information you wasn't supposed to know. So she had to go. So, we're coming to find out that his aunt Lena, who had died and... The dad was falsifying documents it was a made-up will to match the money that the dad had took from her estate and you know they found that out and with him being indicted that was coming into play and there was a disbarred lawyer who may have turned evidence against him and that's what made them start looking into his dad um but we're coming back to lena the aunt who was dead. And that he took the money from her estate. Who is not really their aunt. Come to find out. Because it's like. Ugh, you were sleeping with your sister. And your sister had a baby. And the U.S. Attorney. He basically unravels. He's like shut up. Shut up. You don't know anything. She wasn't my sister. Kind of find out she was actually his cousin. And somehow in his mind. That made it less nasty and so he's like you know your grandfather took her after um the mother had two twins which like i said was angelo and alina and she didn't want them so the grandfather took the daughter and angelo was put up for adoption and so he's like you know i basically grew up with my cousin we fell in love and she had a baby or she was pregnant and he tried to get her to get rid of it but she refused and at the same time that this was going on he was also dating Rocco's mama at the time and so what they thought all these years that alina had had an overdose actually the mama killed her but oh no i'm jumping ahead so he's like you know she couldn't deal with the fact that i didn't want to be with her and that i was choosing your mother over her and it's like right when he said it looks like an overdose but it actually wasn't the dad received a bullet to the head and so it's just like man what the fuck is going on around here and so then we get um the mama the mama had showed up and killed the daddy but before that, we get Gia at home, who is like pacing, like, I can't believe this motherfucker sent me home. You know, I should be there with him. Da, 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 da. And so she gets a call from Lucia, who is like, baby, I'm lacing up my shoes. I'm finna come right now. But it's like, girl, you just had a baby. I know you are an assassin. You ready to go, whatever, whatever. But you really just need to sit at home. So she hangs up with her. And as she leaves out the house... Bandy is in a car, he been waiting on her. So it's basically like, I knew you weren't gonna sit at home like you was supposed to, so my only job is to live is to deliver you to him, excuse me. So then when she gets to where Rocco is, come to find out the mama and the daddy dead. Well, no, the daddy is dead, and the mama is just like sitting off glaring, you know, into the what is it, the abyss. Sorry. So when Gia sees her, she's like, you know, what is she doing here? And so Rocco tells her, you know, like I was talking to him. He gave me a little bit of information. And right when he was about to tell me something else, she shows up and shoots him. And don't say nothing else. So Gia's like, she was there to wipe the cameras. Because even though the location they were meeting at wasn't supposed to have any cameras, there's a room full of monitors. So she's like, all right, before I do that, let me talk to her though. So she goes over to talk to the mama and she whispering real low, like in her ear, like, you know, you ain't shit. You should have never been a mom, like talking crazy to her and then like speaking up on certain parts. And so GSC was going on. She like, you knew he wasn't shit from the very beginning. And once again, you using your son to try to cover up your mess. But basically telling her like, my nigga not a pawn for you to use anymore. And you knew that he had other women and you was just a placeholder. And that's slowly like starting to bring the mama out of the, uh, the trance that she's in. And she's like, you don't know nothing. And G like, yeah, I know it all. And you ain't shit. And the mama says, you know, he was mine, but he was hers too. So he wasn't yours. You know, he was never yours. And the fact that he couldn't have a real relationship with his cousin made you second best. And the fact that you killed her and made her, made it look like an overdose. He chose to go to other women to basically like, what is it? Like console himself to find a replacement. It was never going to be you. You were there because incest is wrong and people would never accept them as a couple. But he never wanted you. And now, even now, the son that you pushed to the side and refused to believe you're using him to try to cover up your mess. And I love Gia for this. Because she's like, you're you're not going to use him anymore. He deserves better than you. And he's going to receive better than you. And Gia pulled out that gun, placed it under Deidre's chin, and shot the fuck out that bitch. Which she deserved. And so you know then the sisters show up and they try to push their way through and Rocco he explains what happens thinking that he's gonna have to console his sisters but his sisters they're like the quote-unquote olivia pope of dc you know they're fixers so they've been doing this for a while so they just automatically go into their job like you know there's a table flipped over there's liquor spilled it already looks like a fight had happened. So it looks like a murder suicide went on and that's what they're going to go with. And Allie has said, she's like, you know, Marie has always been our mom, basically been our parent this whole time. So while it may hit them later or it may never hit them, we're not going to worry about this. And we don't feel any way towards you for this happening. So, you know, don't worry about it. Don't feel upset about it. It is what it is. And we just going to go with the flow. And Gia was kind of upset because she's like, you know, she didn't want her quote unquote fiance being upset with her for killing his mother. But he's like, you know, would you believe me if I told you I knew what you were going to do before you even did it? And I'm glad it was you instead of me because... Despite how fucked up his mother was. He didn't want to be the one to have to kill her. And it draws them even closer. The fact that Gia did it for him. Because it meant that somebody was in his corner. But all in all. You know after that. And they have a discussion about moving to DC. And her being a part of his world. Because he doesn't want to pull her from her close-knit family. And she's like you know it ain't nothing but like an hour or two away. I can visit them anytime I want. My home now is wherever you are. So we're, wherever we live, wherever we're located, as long as I'm with you, I'm at home and that's great. So, you know, they, um, they haven't fully decided yet, but you know, they are engaged and they're moving forward with that, moving forward with that. And they go home to visit, lucia and the baby but everybody just happens to be there as well and it's just a happily ever after he finally got his woman and then i believe this is the last book this is the wrap-up of the mafia misfits but i (laughs) if you cannot tell i love this story a lot i was just waiting on rocco's story i loved it so much anyway that's all i got my beautiful people i hope you enjoyed this uh and I stumbled over my words a lot but I hope that just made the episode better peace and blessings my beautiful people and I'll see you back in the next one